You are listening to the CEO Mom Podcast, the podcast that puts super momming into perspective. I am your host, Vonna Matthews, Editor-in-Chief of CEO Mom Magazine, and I am so excited to share this podcast with you. We are going to talk about everything that pertains to being a mom, the importance of self-care, entrepreneurship, and career, and trying to figure this thing out called balance. Is it obtainable? Do we care? Join us for all that and more on the CEO Mom Podcast. If you listen to part one of our discussion on teaching your daughters about money with Tia Ross, then you know that it's a conversation that needs to continue. It's our pleasure to have with us today Tia's partner with Legacy Shifters, Chris Miller, for part two of our discussion. Chris Miller is a women's financial advocate and legacy wealth strategist. Through her company, Legacy Shifters, she empowers women to change their families, financial realities, and create incomes they will never outlive. She is the author of the number one best-selling book, Ready for Pretirement, Three Secrets for Safe Money and a Fabulous Future. She teaches companies and individuals how to have healthy money and a happy life. She's an engaging speaker and has spoken extensively on personal finance at live events and for radio, television, and digital media. Over the last 25 years, Chris has helped over 6,000 families protect themselves and their financial assets. Listen in as we get real with Chris Miller for part two of our discussion on teaching your daughters about money. Today on the CEO Mom Podcast, we have the pleasure of speaking with Chris Miller of Legacy Shifters. We are going to dive deeper into our discussion on teaching our daughters about money. Chris is going to share tips that will not only help your daughters learn about money, but help you continue your path to building wealth and creating a legacy for your children. Chris, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. We have learned that women are now becoming the primary decision makers and wealth creators for their families. You believe because of that major shift in financial power, women need to take action. What action do women need to take in response to the financial power shift? Well, in, for women, first of all, there, there are some amazing things. And if, if we're talking about women, most of the lessons that we need to learn are, aren't being taught to us. So for, for example, we need to take time out of our lives. There's not going to be anybody that's going to come up and, and hand you the information. And when you're talking about bringing up your kids, you know, you often say um, your kids don't do what you say, they do what you do. So to show your kids how to value money by valuing it yourself, what I suggest to women and women teaching their, their young girls about money is needs versus wants and the power of saving. So most of all these lessons really don't stick unless they see us, you know, managing ourselves and not buying all the new gadgets and the new shoes and the cars and the this and the that because we must teach our daughters about the extra money and the savings because so many women end up in poverty. And I've been in practice for over 25 years, and I've seen thousands of people. And it's so sad in the third and fourth quarter of life when all when maybe the husband will pass away. It even happened in my own family with mom and dad where, you know, mom was sick and then dad got sick and mom didn't even know where the checkbook was. So it's so important that we take time out of our life to learn these things. And the big one, well, I'm sure you've heard this before, but pretty much half 
of the United States couldn't even come up with $1,000 in an emergency. That is crazy. So the reason is that we usually spend what we make. And it's not anything we're really paying attention to, and that's what I'm encouraging people to do, is to start paying attention to to what we're spending. And you know, I I give I give my coaching clients a little a little blessing of a thing that they can do, how to figure this out, how do you apply it in your life, is do a spending journal. And what you do is you keep track for a week or a month is even better. And you do, and at the end of the time, you add all your receipts up, and you have needs and wants in two columns. You put them all in there, you add it up, and I guarantee you will find money. You will find money that you really didn't even have. Now, it may mean that you have to dial back on how many pairs of shoes you buy and how many times you go out to dinner. But this is what I call the DNT account, do not touch. So you can start to save money even if you're living paycheck to paycheck because you'll find money. One of the things that we've talked about today and even with Tia is just that lack of information, that lack of knowledge. And that's amazing to me that we don't think that women and, and young girls need to have that financial education. And because of that, studies are showing that women lack financial confidence at higher rates than men. So what are some practical ways moms can instill financial confidence in their daughters? You know, that that is such a great question. And and it really caused me to think at how the percentages of like 60% of women are concerned that they don't even have enough savings for life and, and you know, like 40% just lack confidence. And so some of the real simple things are, are savings is fun. Changing the mindset around it, that's what Tia and I are working on, this conversation of it's kind of like dieting. It's the same conversation around dieting as savings. You know, when you kind of go on a diet and you're really gung-ho and it's working and then, you know, it doesn't kind of last long. And and it's changing the mindset around savings just like dieting. So say if savings is future spending. Savings is fun. When you delay your gratification instead of buying whatever you think is chasing the shiny things to, you know, fulfill you, you deny that and you can take more control of it, then you literally feel empowered and grow your money. And there's another thing for women is you've got to speak up and voice your opinions and make your own decisions because if you're not getting the information, then speak up and ask for it. It's just it's just so so important and not to feel embarrassed that you don't know. Awesome, awesome. I think we've all learned a new quote today, saving is future spending. That is such a wonderful way to look at it. I love that. It's so positive and encouraging. It is, and here's one one more, a little more deep dive into that. Okay, imagine something, maybe you you buy, I'll use a kind of a thing that a lot of people use, like Starbucks. Maybe you just like that latte and you, you do it five times a week. You know, we'll add that up. Okay, do it to add it up to a month. Now, the feeling or new shoes, or the feeling that you feel when you put the shoes on or take the sip of the latte, that feeling, that kind of fulfilled feeling, just feel that. Now, what I want you to do is consciously do that. 
around when you put that $100 in your bank account. Just take a moment out and just imagine the future spending. Imagine that yummy latte. You're drinking it right now. You're saving for future spending. And you'll get a good, strong feeling around savings, which will encourage you to do more. I love that. I'm definitely going to try that. <laughs> Thank you so much for that great nugget. And what are the top three lessons moms should be teaching their daughters about money management? Okay. You know, I I really make this really simple. We first started kind of coming back around. The needs versus wants. So you really got to determine and and teach her because all the friends are going to the mall and buying this and buying that, and they, that's what we're taught. So the moms need to take time out and start at a young age and create. This is what my, how I was brought up. My dad created a bank account for me, and every you know $10 I put in there, he would match, which would inspire me to save. And then I learned about the power of compounding, about when you're saving and you have it in a safe place, and you're making good interest rates, there's a thing called compounding interest. So your money grows, you know, two or three times as fast than it normally does. So that's really important. The needs versus wants, the power of savings. And then what we're talking about, going to the mall, the delayed gratification. We don't need to buy everything that we see when we want it. And that's what we're taught by watching TV. And and it's really important for that, you know, we teach our daughters of the extra about money and savings and and let them know that it's kind of like impress that if they don't do it, a lot of women end up broke. That's what I've seen, if they don't take this time out to learn these things. So those are the main three things that I would say needs versus wants, the power of savings, and delayed gratification. Could you repeat those? I want to make sure everyone hears those. Yes, yes. Okay, needs versus wants, and that was the journal where you, you know, you look at what you spent for the week or the month, and you divide it to the needs versus wants. When you add both columns up, you will find money. I guarantee it, whether it's $50, $500, then the power of savings, you take that money and create a DNT account, I mean a separate account, that's a do not touch. We're going to create a six-month rainy day, six to eight months. Because I feel that people need to be ready like 911. I live in California. We have fires. We have earthquakes. I keep water in my car. I have a go-to bag in case of a fire. That's the kind of consciousness we have to be with our money. In the next year or two, this market is going to crash again. It always does. It's behind schedule. So do you have cash? Do you have your rainy day money? Do you have your water in your car? That's how we have to think about money is making sure that you, you have your 911 scenario built all around it. And that's what I do in financial fitness strategy sessions with people. I mean, I really break that open in, well, what if you want you know, breaking it down with medical and what happens if this happens and different things that people won't even think about in later in life. But on the first level, what we're talking about now, one needs versus wants, so you're going to do that journal, 
and then create your DNT account, Power of Savings. Savings is fun. You know, start changing your consciousness around it, right? This is future spending, right? My new house or or vacation or whatever it is. Um, Delayed gratification. Like, stop chasing the shiny things. Those things will not make you any happier. You know, you should be happy with who you are, your life, you know, and and gratitude has a lot, is like, to me, is the floor. That's the foundation. Because you've got to be grateful for what you have, where you're at, even though you may want to have big dreams. You still, you know, you're breathing, you can move, even if you can't find a lot of things to be grateful for. And that's kind of a little, then, you know, that's something that I do when I wake up, before I go to bed, you know, I count my blessings. Awesome, awesome. Those are great, great lessons, great tips. And I think we live in a culture where um, I love the way you touch on needs versus wants. And I I think going even further, we have misinterpreted needs. Like we don't correctly identify needs versus wants. So, you know, we may say, I need to redo my kitchen. No, you don't need to redo your kitchen. You probably (laughs) want to. You're probably good. So I think identifying the difference is, is, is key to even, you know, as you journal. So I think that's a great, great point. So we all know, shifting a little bit, we all know there's a gender pay gap between women and men, with women making an average of 80.5 cents for a man's dollar. In addition to fighting for that wage equality, how can moms prepare their daughters to reduce the financial impacts of the gender pay gap? Well, you know, the gap is a fact. But it's also true that most people spend what they make no matter how much they make. So you could have a man and a woman and him make more and she make less, but if they're both spending everything they make, they'll both be broke in their third and fourth quarter of life. Now remember, I spent most of my planning dealing with people in their third and fourth quarter and looking at their portfolios and seeing that. So to close the gap, of course, you know, on in the in the business level, you got to speak up and voice your opinions and make your own decisions. But as far as how can you equalize that and maybe you're in an unfair situation and you can't really do anything about it, you're going to outrun everybody around you, whether it's a man or a woman, with your savings and learning the secrets of these. Or the, it's not secrets, just no one's talking about it on tax deferral and where you put your money that it'll be there when you want it, how to create income. So when you learn those things, it almost won't even matter what you make because it's the savings that's going to leverage that money. I like that. I like that. So Tia did share with us. You're welcome. Thank you. So Tia did share with us um, on part one about some of the products and services that that Legacy Shifters offers to help moms increase their daughter's financial literacy and, and, you know, build their own wealth. So can you tell us a little bit more about what Legacy Shifters, what do you guys do, and and especially some of the um, products and services that you discussed today? Okay, yeah, perfect. So we have the membership. I'm sure she talked about that. We're just $39. You go to our site, Legacy Shifters, and you can get both of our books and get in our in our channel. We have events and products and services, and and we have this com- continuing conversations, a lot of videos and things. The next level is what we call Shift 
your life group coaching. Now, this is really cool because we've combined her 25 years of personal development and mine 25-plus years of financial development, created a program to change the mindset around how we do the money. Because you can have good intentions like you really want to save or you really want to go on a diet, but it's hard to stay there if your brain is working against you. What people need to understand is is that it's going to be more about creating income than amounts of money. I have, you know, multimillionaire clients that have lots of money, real estate, and all kinds of different things, but they don't have income. Income is king. Getting lots of streams of income in the third and fourth quarter is the goal, not lots of money. I mean, sure, you can have lots of money, but having that money pay you for life is really what you're going to want when you're not working as hard as you are now. How can our listeners connect with you to continue the conversation? Well, they could reach out directly to me. You can go to either LegacyShifters.com, and you can reach out to me directly. by. You could call our office at 951-926-4158, or email the office, and you can email Chris, K-R-I-S, at LegacyShifters.com. Is there anything else that you would like to add for our listeners, any financial nuggets? Take time. I mean, put it on your calendar now to learn about what I'm talking about. There's a learning curve about it. It's not like you get it in one day. You've got to take the time out to learn how to save, to learn how to protect your assets, and to learn the mindset around the healthy money so you have it when you need it. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I've really enjoyed speaking with you today, and I know my listeners are going to learn so much. It's been so informative for me as well. And I will make sure that we include all the information for um, people to connect with you. And thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. As always, it's a pleasure to have you. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe and rate us. We'd greatly appreciate it. You can connect with us by subscribing to our newsletter and quarterly magazine at ceomommagazine.com. Until next time, this is Vanna Matthews with CEO Mom, the publication that puts Supermommy into perspective.